You're listening to the Andrew Dickens Afternoons podcast from News Talk ZB. Now, some of the things that has scuppered the Labour government has been their use of hyperbole and exaggeration and magical word salads that have been so easily debunked and ridiculed over the past two terms. The good old favourites, of course, you know, the greatest hits like, oh, we're going to build 100,000 houses with Kiwi Build. Or the light rail that will be started by 2021. It is now 2023. We haven't started as yet. Uh, too many times the words and the promises have not matched the deeds. And that has reduced trust in the Labour Party's ability to govern. And they are governing alone at the moment. It's not a Labour-led government. It is a Labour government. So with this all quite obvious, it is just a gimme for opposition parties in their campaigning. All they have to do is be competent. All they have to do is have common sense. All they need to show are achievable goals and aspirations and do that and we'd all consider them a government in waiting. So, on Friday, Chris Bishop launched National's Electrify New Zealand policy. Now, this is designed to create more renewable electricity to power on a green future, getting away from the oil, the gas and the coal. Now, I was doing the drive show for Heather Duplessy Allen and so I got first crack at Christopher Bishop 20 minutes after he released the policy. It's always a little hard. You haven't had long to digest the policy. But right from the start in our conversation, I realised that this policy principally involved shortening the time it takes to get a resource consent for a wind farm or a solar farm or a geothermal farm. And I asked Chris, he confirmed, that yes, that's the main part of it. I asked and Chris confirmed whether there was any financial help for generators, and there is not. There was no help for generators. And so I started wondering whether this was just a resource management policy repackaged as an energy policy uh, just because Labour had released its second harbour crossing policy and they needed something to match it. I wondered whether this was just a piece of political flannel, uh, a bit of Resource Management Act hoo-ha, masquerading as a green energy policy. So Chris Bishop turned up on Q&A yesterday, and by then, some questions had been asked of generators about what they need. Turns out there are eight wind farms already consented, but the generators are waiting for favourable market conditions. So obviously consenting is not the immediate problem. And this was put to Chris Bishop, and he flannelled, in my opinion, and he ummed and ahed a bit, he talked about the future. We'll need some more. Yes, we will. But this is still a resource management policy he was pretending to have as a energy policy. Now, look, I have no problem with the resource management policy of the National Party. I do believe there needs to be some streamlining of it. Everybody does. Minister David Parker has actually been wrestling with that very thing for the past year. And Bishop's policy is not of itself bad, but it's not a clean energy policy, which is how he tried to sell it to you, to me, to everybody. And I just wanted to mention this because I'm sitting there over the last three days going, look at that. It's so blatant. It's time for all politicians to realize that we're not stupid, you and I. They need to present policy to us that makes sense. But the big thing is to back away from the bluster. Don't exaggerate. Don't say you're going to do something that you know you can't do. Don't call something that is something else, something else. We have had too much of that over the past six years, and we will not want to vote for more of it. 
For more from Andrew Dickens Afternoons, listen live to News Talk ZB or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.